welcome back to the Friendship Bread Podcast. I'm Alma, and I'm here with Crystal. We love to have real and honest conversations about life, and just like any good friendship, nothing is off limits. This week, we would love to invite you guys to chat with us about body perceptions. So, let's jump right on in. So, tell me what you mean by body perceptions. So, I would say that, to me, body perceptions are not only how you view other people, but also how you view yourself. As women, our perceptions are often influenced by those around us, what we see on social media, comments people make to us, and sometimes... Those are unintentional, and sometimes they're very intentional and very hurtful. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think that, especially in social media, some people feel like they have anonymity. Anonymity. So they don't feel as bad about making horrible comment, and I've seen that a lot lately. Do you think it's 2021, we're done with that, right? Yes. I think a good example that we saw recently was um, seeing somebody comment on a social media post, having trouble losing the baby weight, try not eating everything in sight, try eating a salad. Yeah. And major assumptions there. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. A lot of assumptions being made and then forcing your opinion about someone else's body yes. on them. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions and assumptions that surround body weight. And I think a lot of those are subconscious because they've been handed down generationally. Yeah, I agree. I think by now everybody knows how much our relationship with our body is affected by our parents and people who are in uh, like authority positions when we're children. But Social media is relatively new, so this generation is having to deal with, obviously, body misconceptions that they may have picked up as children, but then also social media. Yeah. Constantly. Oh, yeah, for sure. One thing would be even just filters people use that makes their skin look like they have no blemishes, and I mean, yeah, those are fun and great, but it's not reality, and I think that's something we often forget is... Yeah, we're, somebody's going to take several pictures of themselves. Are they going to post the most flattering one? Of course. Like, they're going to post the ones that hides the things that they're insecure about. And so to us, it's just like, oh, look at that perfection. But really, they have things they're insecure about, too. Oh, absolutely. I never really thought about how much filters affect uh, our view of ourselves mm-hmm. until recently, when someone made a big point um, of showing the difference between their filtered face and their their actual face. Yeah. And it was very, like, it hit home for me because I've dealt with acne for a really long time. Um, and I just always, like, I saw people's pictures on Instagram and it never even, like, crossed my mind. It just always was like, well, mm-hmm. their skin is great. And I would wonder, like, what should I be doing differently And I was just so frustrated by it constantly. And then she showed her face without a filter. And she was like, this is why I am going to stop using filters because look at my face. And she had multiple breakouts and her skin had acne scars on Mm -hmm. it. And it like hit home for me so much because I was like, oh my goodness, I'm not the only one who struggles with acne. Yeah. Like, 
and they're normal. I'm a, I'm a normal human being. And I know maybe that sounds silly, but we do that with yeah. so many aspects of our bodies, not just acne. Yeah, I think it's kind of this thing of like, I, I love accounts that are going out of their way to do things like that because when you see someone else showing their skin, like her showing her skin without a filter, it's like, oh, I still think she's beautiful. Yes. Even with acne. And then it kind of pops that question in your head and you're like, does someone else see me as beautiful even though I have acne? Yes. And I know for me, like being a plus size woman, that is something that happens to me too. Like I follow some women who are very confident about their bodies and they post things that I would never be able to post. Like I just don't think I could, but I'm like, oh, look at them rocking that outfit and they look so cute. And it just kind of makes you think. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's kind of crazy how we we people have to go out of their way to normalize normal bodies yes the fact that we've become that social media has become so filled with filters and uh tips for what diet will help you lose 10 pounds in a week that's ridiculous and People are going out of their way to normalize normal bodies, and we look at that, and it goes to show how much it affects us when it's the opposite, Mm -hmm. because of how much it affects us when people are sharing their true selves and being open about their own struggles, and like it's just so helpful to see people in their actual skin. People being people. Yes. People doing people things. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think that kind of makes me think of assumptions that people make too. Yeah. Um, There's so many assumptions. I know I have personally experienced so many. Um, But like one thing that people often assume is like, oh, you must be on a diet because you weigh more than we think you should. So you must be on a diet. Or, like, one time, this, and this also speaks to how people do sub- things subconsciously, because I know this person's heart, and I know that they would never think or do these things intentionally. But I made a comment about how in our family we don't eat much sugar, and instinctively I saw her eyes go up and down my body, and this look kind of on her face of, like, she doubted what I was saying. And then... I th- so that kind of leads to you feeling like you have to explain yourself. Yeah, all the time. I often feel like I have to justify my weight to people. And I have to explain to them, like, oh, if I look back, like, for me personally, it's one, genetics. And two, also, I've had four kids. And every single baby, I breastfed. And every time I breastfed, I gained weight. And I had four kids in less than six years. Yeah. And so it's kind of just taken a toll on my body. And am I the size I would like to be? No. But does that give other people the right to look at me and say, I don't eat healthy or that I'm an unhealthy person or that I'm a lazy person and I just 
don't like to do anything? No. Yeah, that brings up a really good point. Why is anyone commenting or having an opinion on anyone else's body? It's not their body. It's not. There's no reason for anyone to comment on anyone's body. They're not the ones living in it. Yeah, I know for me, the truth is, is like, you know, I should be proud of my body. I should be, my body has given me four children. My body has, you know, grown and birthed four children and fed them and like given them the nutrients they needed. And I should be proud of that. And yet when I look in the mirror, I feel shame because... That's how society has taught you. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what society has taught me. And sometimes it's in little things like not being able to find, you know, clothes in your size in the store or comments people make and just so many different things like that. Yeah. And it really, it should be no matter, no matter what size or shape anybody is, their body should still be celebrated. Yeah. We're so much more than our bodies. Our bodies help us to accomplish things. Our bodies give us children as women. Mm -hmm. Um, Our bodies are capable of so, so much. And worrying about the shape or weight or height of our bodies Mm -hmm. is taking away from how much they do for us. Yeah. We look at our bodies and we say, why can't you be thinner? Why can't you be taller? And we're not looking at, yes, you helped me do laundry yesterday. And two weeks ago, we hiked two miles back to see a waterfall. Mm -hmm. And you took me there. Yeah. We look at the things, the areas where we feel like our body has let us or others down instead of seeing the things our body can do and have done. And yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that's a really good point. And when we hear other people's misconceptions about our own body, Mm -hmm. maybe it shouldn't. Maybe we should have stronger skin, but it affects the way we feel about our bodies. Oh, 100%. I have often felt like I am deemed by society as less of a person because of my weight, like someone who is... A smaller size than I am has more to contribute to society or like people don't want to be friends with me because I'm not the same size that they are so I don't fit in the you are alike box and things like that. That brings up for me I think um, when I was like in high school I had misconceptions about plus size people that they mm-hmm. didn't enjoy being active yeah. or that they didn't enjoy like hiking for instance Mm -hmm. and I think you just kind of touched on that our bodies don't um decide our likes for us they don't decide what we enjoy doing for us if you are a plus size person and you love hiking the fact that you're a plus size person shouldn't ever come into the fact that you love hiking exactly and being a smaller size person doesn't mean you're gonna love hiking exactly you're body does not define what you enjoy doing. It doesn't define your hobbies. Mm-hmm. Doesn't define who you are as a person in any in any subject whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. 
you can have so much in common with someone and look completely different from them. Mm -hmm. I agree. I definitely think that there's such a big misconception about that, that if you're plus size, you just simply don't enjoy being active or you just simply aren't active. And like, I've had people make comments like, oh, you should get out and go hiking. I under- I know that they were just like, oh, like to them, that just seems like, oh, that would probably fix the issue. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Have you spent time with my children? <laughs> I'm sure I burn more calories chasing my children than I would hiking. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy hiking, but it has to be like to see something. Yeah. I like hiking back to find like waterfalls or like a good view from a yeah. hilltop. I, I better be seeing something good or somebody fun better be with me <laughs> or I'm not going. Yeah. I know for me, like uh, my favorite way to see, uh, be active would be to play ultimate frisbee or to go biking or just simply to go on a walk. I really enjoy going on walks and why do people look at me and think, oh, she doesn't enjoy anything like that? Or I've had people make comments like, you should get outdoors more. <laughs> like, newsflash, y'all, going outdoors doesn't help you lose weight. <laughs> like, no. it really doesn't. That's what I- <laughs> and that's just a misconception that we have. Like, there is this misconception painted by society that if you are overweight, you probably sit on the couch and eat donuts all day and do nothing but watch TV. And if you're moving, if you're outside taking a walk, it's because you're trying to lose weight. Yes, exactly. Why can't we look at someone and say like, oh, they're running five miles and wow, they're like really using their body to enjoy what they're doing instead of they must be trying to lose weight. With that being said, I think when we overhear people after they've eaten a really delicious dessert, saying, ugh, now I should go run five miles. Mm -hmm. What? No. You just had a really yummy dessert. There's no need to go work it off. Yeah. You have to balance. If you're being careful about your diet, you have to be realistic. You Mm -hmm. have to have balance. Yes, you can eat good, but what defines eating good, you know? Exactly. Also, I think... That's another misconception is that if somebody eats all healthy food, they're going to be like super skinny and beautiful and look amazing and great. Like, oh yeah, they never eat carbs, so they are just so healthy and great. Some people can eat junk food for every single meal of the day and look like they eat nothing but vegetables. Like, it's a misconception. And then, like, some of us only have to, like, look at something unhealthy, and it's like, oh, there went 10 pounds right there. And that's not even considering hormone imbalances. Oh my gosh, yes. Health problems. Mm -hmm. Medication can cause weight gain. Yes. Like, I know a lot of people talk about birth control. Birth control, they gain weight. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mental health, like, depression meds. Yeah. I think that, like, depression is a big thing. Because society is telling people to value their physical appearance over their mental well-being. And there are people who I've, I have heard and seen people on social media say, Oh yeah, when I was on that anxiety medication or depression medication, it helped me so much. And I was just like, 
so much clearer mentally and like I had so much more motivation, but it really made me gain weight and so I went off of it. But what's more important? Yeah, if someone's prioritizing their mental health and they happen to gain weight, mm-hmm. apparently that's all anyone sees because it is. You can't, you really don't know what's going on mm-hmm. in someone's life by looking at their shell. You can't know what's going on. You can't know what they're struggling with. Maybe they're grieving the loss of a close person in their life. Mm-hmm. You never, maybe they've ever been know. sick. Yes. Yeah. Health. That's okay. Let's talk about something else. I have recently heard someone say how they have an autoimmune disease mm-hmm. and they were dealing with it and they were going through like a really bad flare up and dealing with trying to, trying to get it under control for a long time. To, I think it took them about a year. During that year, they lost a very unhealthy amount of weight mm-hmm. and they were active on social media. And during that year, they got endless comments. You look so amazing. What are you doing to lose weight? You look so great. What's your workout plan? Um, nothing. I'm trying to stay alive. Yeah. And people looked at them and thought she was so healthy. Mm-hmm. And she's she's literally fighting to stay alive. Mm-hmm. And how sad is that, that we looked at her exterior, we mm-hmm. look at people's exterior, and we judge based on their shape and size, whether they're healthy or not. Mm-hmm. See, that's a really good, I, I really love that example, because if you think about this, so visualize for a minute a, you know, what you would say looks like what you would classify as a real, or what society would classify as a really fit, healthy, beautiful person. And then um, next to them, visualize someone who everyone would say, oh, she's overweight, she's obese, whatever, however you want to call it. What are your assumptions about their health? I think that most people would say, if you're honest with yourself, the assumption would be that the person who looks smaller, that the assumption would be that she is the healthier person. Yeah. But what if, what if she's the one who, if she's the one who can't get out of bed every day because she's so sick? But the person who's classified as overweight gets out of bed, she's really active, she goes on walks or whatever whatever that person likes to do. Like, she's very active and she does so many things the other woman couldn't do. The other woman is just in her house all the time because she gets sick if she leaves. Yeah. Like, you know, all of these things that could play into it. So who really is healthier? Yeah. Oh, that's... That's such a good point. But it's like it doesn't match up to what the automatic perceptions are simply based on body perceptions. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And because we're surrounded with that constantly, if our body starts at all not lining up Mm -hmm. with what society and we, because that's what happens. Yeah. We start deeming things as healthy or unhealthy Mm -hmm. or good or bad. And that's why we judge our own bodies so harshly. And we have to kind of take a step back and say, where did I get these assumptions from? Mm -hmm. Was it when their mom avoided photos at any cost, even when they were doing extremely fun things as a family? Mm -hmm. Was it when somebody made fun of me when I was running or 
was it when people would say, oh, you're so brave to wear a short sleeve shirt. I could never let my arms hang out like that or things like that. Um, it makes me think of, again, referencing social media. I feel like social media perpetuates this a lot. So I think that's why it keeps coming up for us. But, um, an account who shares a lot about body positivity said that she had posted something and she got a lot of messages saying, Oh, you're so brave. I could never post anything like that. And she's like, I'm not being brave. I'm being me. I'm being honest. And I'm being like, this is me. And this is how I am. This is my body. Your body size does not equal your health. Because she also got people telling her, you should really get healthy for your kids. Yeah. They're assuming simply because she's, and, and like she's shared, she's she's not even, I don't think she's even what people would consider most people. I would not consider her plus size even. Because I think she said once she's like a size 18 or something like that. And to me, that's not plus size. But even at that, people are still commenting those kinds of things to her and making assumptions of her health simply based on... And her activity level. Yeah, simply based on her what her body looks like. Yeah. Why do other people's activity levels matter so much to us and other people's health? Yeah, okay, there's an aspect of we want we want people to be happy, but commenting on their body and their activity level, is that contributing to their happiness? I think my, like, gut reaction to that would be that the people that are commenting those things and saying those things are people who are unhappy with their own weight and their own activity levels. And it becomes this thing of, I'm unhappy with myself, therefore you must be unhappy too. And, oh, I'm going to help you out. And sometimes they're not even that kind-hearted. I just want to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And But sometimes I know that's not the motive at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think part of the reason that this is such a difficult topic for people to broach is because of how much shame is involved if we don't fit society's standards. Mm -hmm. And so nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about the struggles that we deal with when we don't look like the people on the TV. Mm -hmm. And I will say, I mean, there's a lot of brands and there's a lot of people Mm -hmm. who have really stepped out and made an effort to change things. And it's been amazing. Like uh, recently in an in an ad for a swimsuit, you could see stretch marks. Mm-hmm. That was huge. Yeah. Yes, other people have stretch marks. Yeah. And I love brands that have been doing that, or like, speaking of a specific brand, Old Navy, like, they recently changed the way they do things for their models' photos, where if you are buying something that's in a plus-size you're going to see a different model that's more inclusive of your size. So you can see how the shirt mm -hmm. fits their body. Yeah. And they changed their sizing models also to where, like, your size should fit you better because they haven't just taken... The way that the clothing industry does it is so they'll take a base size 
And they're like, okay, this fists this person in say a size small. So for the next size up, they add two inches. And then the next size up, two more inches. And they're just adding inches onto one size. Yeah. And Old Navy says, we're not doing that anymore. We're going to make sure these things actually fit each size. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. I think that every clothing company should take the initiative to do something like that to make sure things actually fit their customers. Yeah. When I saw that article describing Mm -hmm. how they're changing things, I wanted to scream. I was so happy to see that. Yeah. Because that... (laughs) I shouldn't even have that reaction because that should be normal. Yes, it should be. how we treat other humans. Mm -hmm. We... We respect them enough to make proper fitting clothes for them. Yeah. And, and like, that's going to affect everyone across the board, not just plus size. Yeah. Like, even smaller sizes, your clothes should fit better. Oh, absolutely. So everyone across the board should be happier. Yeah. Like, applause to Old Navy. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to this being such a difficult topic... Brands like Old Navy doing that and the people opening up more, mm-hmm. it's making it not so difficult yeah. of a topic because that's how you normalize things. You talk about them, you share your feelings, you be authentic, you share what's going on in your life, mm-hmm. and then other people say, me too. Yeah. Or they say, well, this is how I see it, and then mm-hmm. you get to see their perspective, and that promotes empathy. Yeah. I mean, at the heart of the matter, empathy. Would you like to hear that if you were in that person's situation? You don't even know their full situation. Mm -hmm. I agree. I feel like people who are taking that initiative have really changed things so much. Two years ago, I could not have talked about this knowing other people were going to listen to this. I could have talked about this just me and you. But knowing that everyone else is going to be listening to this, no way. Yeah. But seeing, you know, one specific account that I really enjoy sharing about body positivity and, you know, her saying, you know, every body is beautiful no matter what you look like. And also, like, it's okay to not always feel great about your body. And... Then seeing her sharing the comments from other women that were coming in saying, oh my goodness, me too, or I avoid looking at myself in the mirror, or I never go clothes shopping in public because people look at me weird, and just things like that, being like, oh, I am not alone in this world, has just made me feel a little more confident, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. What you said about it's okay to not feel great about your body sometimes. Mm-hmm. We all have those days. Oh, Every yeah. single person has those days. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to want to change your body. What's not okay is feeling shame because society has made us to feel that because of how we look at this moment, mm-hmm. we are not worthy and we are not pretty mm-hmm. or beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we are enough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's okay to want to change your body. Yeah, it is. With a, There's a caveat there, though. If you want to change it for you, 
Yes. If you're changing it for anyone else, don't do it. Yeah. Because no one else should be making those choices for you. If, like, for me, I person for me, I would like to use a little weight for me. Mm-hmm. Not for anybody else. And it's because of how you feel in your body. Yes, it is. It shouldn't be because of how other people have made you to feel in your body. Mm -hmm. It should be for how you feel in your body and how you want to feel in your body. Yes. Um, And that's really, really important. I think, I mean, as the years have gone by, I've been married for seven years now. Mm -hmm. And my body has changed over the years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've gone through several different health things that I won't go into. And my body changed during them. Mm -hmm. And I used to when my body would change. And I mean, even more recently, I'm not going to lie and say I never struggle with this because I do. We all do. Um, When I have bad days, my husband's actually so good at reminding me, Alma, this is your body. This is the, the phase your body's going through right now. Um, love it. Mm-hmm. You're going to look back on it in two years and you're going to be like, what was the issue? Yeah. Why was I so worried about my body? Why was I letting my body account for 90% of my thoughts every day? Yeah. I was just going to say, why did I invest so much time and energy into thinking about how my body was letting me down? Yeah. Instead of living my life, mm-hmm. making amazing memories and not focusing so much if anything we should be focusing in those times when we're struggling with how our body looks i think a good habit to form would be focusing on everything wonderful our body has done for us mm-hmm. um now again we're still gonna have bad days yeah and that's okay i think we also that's i want to say we we all have bad days yeah we do and I that think... is okay and we need to have grace for ourselves when we have bad days. Yeah, we do. I think that the thing when we have bad days that we need to remember is our weight only defines us if we let it. Our height only defines us if we let it. Our body shape, because that's a whole thing too. Just the shape of our bodies. Every body is shaped so much differently from others. And that only defines us if we let it. Yeah, if we fall into the comparison trap, it's like, oh, I wish my body looked like hers. Um, She wishes her body looked like yours. Mm -hmm. She wishes that she had more curves. Mm -hmm. So another aspect is uh, body weight is not cookie cutter. Yeah. (laughs) And if you wonder what I mean, I mean that... If there's such a thing as an ideal weight for a person, it is different for every person. Mm -hmm. You may have a friend who's like, oh, I wish I could lose five pounds and I would weigh 150 pounds and that would just be fantastic. Mm -hmm. And you are like, oh, well, I weigh 165 right now and I was thinking that if I lost five pounds, that would be fantastic. And I feel like I'd feel, like, so great about myself if I was 160 pounds. Yes, that's okay. You mm-hmm. don't ever have to weigh the same as another person. Yeah. Because the ideal weight, if you will, 
is different for every person. Body weight is not cookie cutter. And I think sometimes when smaller people say like, oh, I'm up to 130. I've gained 10 pounds. I really would like to be back at 120. Mm -hmm. And then people who weigh 150 right now go like, oh, you're so skinny. Don't worry about that. That's not your body. You're commenting on it. Mm-hmm. You're assuming that because they're small, they can't be insecure about their weight gain. Yes. Just, I, yeah. I think that's a really good point because I know for me, I was I would be like, what? You weigh 130? Like, that's fantastic. Like, I mean, let's be realistic. For me, I know 130 would never be realistic because I have, like, got these gigantic bones in my body it would never work i would look terrible like people would probably hospitalize me if i weighed that you would look like you were very sickly if yes yes that's that's okay that brings into uh that brings up also bone density yes Um, exactly Mm -hmm. it's okay if you don't weigh as little as your friend Mm -hmm. or as much as your friend yeah it's Weight looks different on every single person. We carry our weight differently. And I think that's why, like, I feel like weight isn't even, like, a good measurement anymore. Do you feel comfortable in your body? Are you able to accomplish what you're wanting to Mm -hmm. accomplish every day? Are you able to lead the life that you want to lead? Because if you want to be a pro athlete... Your body's going to look a lot different and you're going to be working out a lot more mm-hmm. than someone who is working at NASA and they're sitting in front of the computer all day, but they're flying rockets to Mars. <laughs> Which would you say is a better, more healthy human? I don't know. They're both pretty freaking amazing. Like I would agree with you. But their because, bodies look different. Yes. But because weight is literally just a number. That's all it is. Yeah. Like, I know we've said it so many times, but it's because this is important. It's not about your weight. It's about how you feel. Yes. So, like, if you didn't catch that, I'm going to say it again. It's not about your weight. It's about how you feel. You, not anyone else, not your mom or dad or your siblings or your husband or your friends or anyone it's about how you feel and if you decide to reach out to someone for advice on what what um on help with like let's say you want to start exercising and you're Mm -hmm. asking them for help of what to do they alone have permission to tell you what you should be doing with your body you have given them permission yeah because public service announcement it's not helpful for you to be like oh i juiced for 500 days and that helped me i know i went extreme there like i'm not saying juicing doesn't help but like it i've heard i know some people that juicing things has helped immensely and other people it hasn't helped at all and maybe some people will feel offended by that because juicing really helped them and if so i'm sorry that's it's not our intention to offend anyone we're just simply trying to call attention to something that gets overlooked and is not talked about very much, we feel, in our circles. And that's the whole goal of our podcast, is to talk about those things. Yeah. And also just kind of address misconceptions. I mean, I've, 
I've grown so much in the past few years with my own misconceptions. We Mm -hmm. all, at a certain point, have misconceptions. And the more we learn, educating ourselves and hearing other people's perspectives is what helps us to grow. So I think that's, um, like you said, that's our goal, is to just bring a a new perspective, um, normalize talking about these things. Yes, 100%. Something that we haven't talked about yet is an experience that has happened several times. Actually, it happens pretty regularly. And that is, I don't know how to say this, but outfits. Okay. So when you see someone who's wearing a really cute shirt that you really like, what do you say to them? You have the cutest shirt. I love your shirt. Yeah. And then often, where'd you get it? Yes. Okay. Right. So with my personal weight journey, I, as a teenager, I weighed a little more and then I lost a lot of weight and everybody was like, oh, wow, you look amazing. Um, Side note. That weight that I lost was done very unhealthily. So that fits right into what Alma was saying about losing weight in an unhealthy manner at times. But um, then as I, yeah, like everybody would comment and be like, oh, you look so great. You look so wonderful. And people for the first time in my life would comment my outfits oh, I love that shirt. Oh, that looks so cute on you. I love your jacket. I love your dress. I love this. I love that. And um, people would comment on it. And I noticed as I had my kids and I gained weight, the comments started dropping off. Mm. And it kind of got to the point where someone would say, oh, I like your shoes. Oh. But... Do you know, like, how many people still compliment me on my shirts? I can count them on one hand. When it used to be, like, let's say, for example, you go to church, and, like, almost everyone there comments on it because they think you're looking great. Yeah, and, like, from that perspective, you can really see that they're commenting more on your body than your outfit. Exactly. And I think that's another thing we do subconsciously. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's a it's a learned behavior. Yes, I don't think it's that anybody intentionally goes, oh, I'm not going to compliment that person. I don't like their body. Exactly. It's just a subconscious behavior. And I don't think I've experienced it to that level. But now that you're saying that, I have definitely noticed in times in my life where I've weighed more, mm-hmm. I definitely get less compliments on outfits than I do when I'm feeling like I'm at the weight I want to be at. I think this would be a great time to say, Alma, you're looking good. (laughs) Crystal, you're looking fine. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) Oh, hey, um, did you hear that joke about paper? No. Mm. Well, never mind. It's just terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) Yeah. I should have grabbed a piece of paper and, like, torn it. That would have been a perfect... Perfect to go with that joke. That's great. That's like a pun and a joke all in one. I love it. And you know that I love the punny jokes. (laughs) Okay, guys. So on our last episode, Crystal said the punnier the better. I will have to admit, I did not get that till two hours later. I was like, punnier. That sounds like funnier. (laughs) And then Alma was like, Crystal, 
you said punnier, like funnier. And I was like, yeah. That's the point. <laughs> I never realized that you didn't get that I when I said it. <laughs> I didn't even laugh at your pun. It was so bad. Uh, but now I get it. I have a feeling that's a joke I'm probably going to be making for a while. Punnier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. It's a, yeah. it's a good one. It's a great one. <laughs> and it just kind of happened, too, so it was, like, even better. Yeah. I think um, some people may groan at our senses of humor, but I think that our senses of humor, we've talked about this before, kind mm-hmm. of come from our dads. Our dads oh, for both sure. have, like, really dry humor. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> again... The product of your environment. You grow up with a dad who has nothing but dry humor. You're going to like dry humor. Yeah. I mean, if you know us in real life, please just blame our dads for our sense of humor. It's why we love dad jokes. I mean, it's their fault. It is. (laughs) Entirely their fault. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm mad about it, though. (laughs) Yeah. I enjoy my dad jokes. What am I going to say? We have so much fun with our dad jokes. (laughs) They're pretty fantastic. Yes. But yeah, anyways, um, so we have kind of talked about a lot of things. So yeah. at the end of the day, what can we do to practice loving our bodies more? And how can we train our subconscious to not only not judge ourselves so harshly, but the people around us? Oh, man, there's like several things that are just like coming off the top of my head. Um, One don't compare yourself to others. Um, there's a quote, I don't remember who says it, but comparison is the thief of joy. And don't compare yourself to others. If you catch yourself comparing yourself to others, stop and be like, no, I am me. I am unique. And I value this and this and this about myself. Um, that's another good technique right there. If you have one negative thought about yourself, counteract it with two positive thoughts yeah um so that you're putting in more good than bad and it's this way of like slowly changing your mentality and you build it up to where you'll have less and less of those thoughts less and less of those thoughts where you look in the mirror and you're like because if you know to be honest i used to not be able to look at myself in the mirror i avoided looking at myself in the mirror now I mean, I probably for sure still have those thoughts once a day, but sometimes I see myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh, hey, your hair looks super cute or whatever. Just like little things, like call those things out to yourself mentally because that really helps. And if you need a visual reminder, sticky notes are your best friend. Find a good quote or, you know, write yourself your own little affirmation and stick it on your mirror or somewhere where you'll see it every day until it becomes ingrained in you and then switch it out for another one. Yeah. And going back to what you said about when you have a bad thought about yourself, I Mm -hmm. think you don't have to beat yourself up for having the bad thought. You don't have to beat yourself up for um, comparing yourself to someone else. You, you can look at that and you can say, okay, that's how my brain has been trained Mm -hmm. and I'm going to train it to do differently because our brains are so trainable. I am choosing to train myself to not respond in that way. And yeah, like you said, don't beat yourself up. I think that's a really great point because I think that's something that we do. We're like, oh, I don't want to be having those thoughts. Why am I still having these thoughts? Because you've spent your whole life being ingrained in that belief that if your body doesn't fit the 
standard and the mold you should be fitting that there's something wrong with you. Yeah, it's a learned behavior. Yes, it is. And we can unlearn and learn new things. Yeah. So another fun way, I mean, I guess maybe it won't be fun all the time because we're going to get slapped in the face by our friends and with truth, not actually slapped in the face. I was getting a little (laughs) bit worried. Are you coming for my face, Alma? (laughs) I'm wearing glasses. Please don't. (laughs) What if we were real and authentic and we told our best friend, we said, you know what, Crystal? I'm really struggling with my body lately. So... Can you, whenever you see me, point out something about the way I look that you love? And then when we get around our best friend, if we're having a bad day, they're going to be like, Alma, those jeans fit so well. And you're going to be like, oh, I just got slapped in the face with truth. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, that's a good kind of face slapping. I'm okay with that kind. Yeah. Yeah, but how fun is that? Because that's bringing into um, everything we've talked about previously about being authentic mm-hmm. with your friends. Yeah. That's letting them see what you're struggling with, and then they can share with you what they're struggling mm-hmm. with, and you guys can help each other. And maybe I think that has an added aspect, too, of sometimes having another person tell us those things It could be a best friend or a husband or a sibling or whoever, whoever you have. But sometimes hearing it from another person and not just yourself is validating beyond measure. Yes. And I think when other people comment on things that are not involving our body, like in, for instance, in my life, my mom is super good at commenting on accomplishments that mm-hmm. I, like mm-hmm. things that I have accomplished and she'll tell me like I got a text from her a little while ago that she's so proud of me for stepping out of my comfort zone in something that I did that meant so much to me yeah and I think having people in our lives this goes back to also another aspect of increasing the love of your body is surrounding yourself with good examples mm-hmm. of people loving their body and being kind and gracious to their Mm -hmm. body, but also being around wonderful influences of people who value more than your body and value more than their body. It's funny, this so is pertaining to friendship. And I have this feeling we're going to find, sneaking suspicion, shall we say, (laughs) that most of our episodes are going to have little things pertaining to friendship. Absolutely. I don't know why, but, you know, just a feeling. (laughs) Another, I want to say pro tip, but I'm not really a pro. But if there are, this pertains to social media, if there are accounts you're following that every time you see them, you're thinking, oh, I wish I looked like that. Oh, she always looks so perfect. I wish I could be like that. Unfollow them. Hit the unfollow button button it's there for a reason and then go find you some accounts that are like more about body positivity accounts that make you feel good about yourself absolutely i think that every person that is on an instagram mm-hmm. for i mean i assume every person on on instagram is wanting to create content that is helpful for the people that Mm -hmm. follow them. I guarantee you, if you unfollow someone because their posts are not making you feel good, if they were to find out you unfollowed them, 
they would be totally okay with it. Oh, yeah. You're not going to hurt their feelings, and you're going to be so much better off for it. Yeah, I agree. I think even outside of social media, if something's not benefiting your life, get rid of it. Alma, does our friendship spark joy for you? <laughs> yes. Oh, thank goodness. I was a little worried. <laughs> and so with all that said, obviously we know that one episode isn't going to completely change the way that you view your body. Mm-hmm. But hopefully we've sparked you to think about the beliefs that you have about your body, what beliefs were learned, what behaviors were learned, and how you can retrain your brain to believe different things about your body and what your body is capable of because your body is capable of so much and you are capable of so much. Yes, definitely. Um, We would love it if you would DM us and tell us what you thought about this episode, um, what it sparked in you, what's something, is there anything you're going to change going forward? Did this inspire you for something? If it did, let us know because we would really, really love to hear from you guys. Our goal is not for this to just be us over here having a one-sided conversation. We want to hear from you guys too and we want you guys to be part of this conversation as well. So if you don't already follow us on the IG or Facebook, give us a follow. And if you could hit your little subscribe button on whichever podcast platform you're using, we would be so grateful. And then that keeps you up to date with all of our episodes as we release them. So thank you for listening and make sure to come back next Thursday for more of the Friendship Bread Podcast.